South Alabama advances. Texas State upsets ODU. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We will go over the uh, second round of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Uh, pretty good. Three of the four games were really good, and one wasn't, and it was a little bit of a surprise uh, the way that it was. All right. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. All right, the second round started with the 8-9 matchup, South Alabama and App State. Relatively even matchup, South Alabama beat App State uh, during their run uh, a few weeks ago, and they got off to a tremendous start. All right, they did beat them. Let me get you the final score, uh, 68-61. South Alabama beats App State. They got off to a great start, 14-5, and App State's Donovan Gregory, their leading scorer, two fouls. In the first five minutes of the game. Blowout city, right? Nope. Out comes uh, App State, and they really could not miss. Harkham finished with 17 points. I think he had 14 in the first half. Uh, Brown had 10 points. Huntley had 13 points. App State actually went from being down nine early to being up Eight points, 37-29. Richie Riley calls timeout, and South goes on a quick 5 nothing run. They made it a, a three-point ball game, 37-34. Big difference between the first half and the second half. First of all, was second-chance points. 8 nothing in the first half for App State. Uh, South Alabama didn't have any second-chance points. In the second half, it was 13 to 5 South Alabama and the difference would be Kevin Samuel. Kevin had all of one of two shots. He was one of two in the first half. Not all that engaged in fact. Let's see what his first half stats were uh, as I did post it here uh, because it, it just was not they weren't going to him. They weren't looking for him not at all. And he made the he was the difference really in uh, the second half. All right, first half stats: Kevin Samuel, two points, one of two, did have five rebounds, and I think he had three blocks. He did have three blocks. The defensive player of the year in the Sun Belt was defending well, but in the second half, listen to these or listen to these final numbers. He had twelve points total. That's ten in the second half. He had ten rebounds in the second half. Finished with fifteen, and he finished with six blocks. He was the difference. He was more engaged. See if we can find, see if we can find the offensive rebounds because they were getting beat on the offensive boards. He had five offensive rebounds alone uh, for South Alabama. Uh, Meanwhile, the usual characters were there. Isaiah Moore, 20 points, 10 of 19 shooting. Uh, It was really incredible to watch uh, him play. Everyone knows what he's going to do and you still can't, Stop him. He would be the antithesis of 
Allen Iverson, like, blow him by you. He's going to back you down, and he's going to use the pivot foot, and he's going to pump fake, and he's going to lay it up, and you still can't stop him. He had an Isaiah Moore game. Uh, in fact, all of the Jag starters finished in double figures. Owen White had 14 points. He hits a big three-pointer as South Alabama had a seven-point lead, and it got down to a one-possession game, and uh, they missed a free throw. They turned it over. But Owen White hits a big three-pointer that, for all intents and purposes, ended the ball game. Judah Brown had 11, uh, and Turbo Jones didn't shoot the ball particularly well, 3 of 10, but he finished with 10 points. I mean, they shot 40% from three, and that's what we were talking about, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Could this team be dangerous? And if they make some three-pointers, they're going to be in good shape. Isaiah Moore surprisingly took two three-pointers, didn't make one. That's not his game. Turbo Jones was 3 of 7. Owen White, 3 of 5. Judah Brown, 3 of 6. Jamar Franklin was 0 of 2, surprisingly. He had some good looks. Uh, Greg Parham, though, he tweaked his knee uh, right before the game started. Like, on the last layup, it is in the Pensacola Bay Center, and they play hockey in there, and apparently there was a wet spot. And Parham slipped. Hopefully he's going to be okay. He did come in to play in the second half. Did make a... uh, Free throw, that was the only point off the bench for South Alabama all game. Uh, But kind of the typical South Alabama basketball game that we've been seeing outside of kind of grinding this one out, heading into this ball game in their last eight wins, not including the the loss to the Cajuns and Detroit, but in their last eight wins, they've been winning by over 19 points a game. Their closest win was 72-64 to ULM. So they grinded this one out. Uh, usually they are, you know, go to four corners, although they did go to four corners under the four minute mark, but usually they're able to do that at the eight to 10 minute mark, take the air out of the ball. And this one, they were not able uh, to do it. So South Alabama with a 68, 61 uh, victory. They do advance to take on the number one seed Southern Miss. Who knows what to expect in that ball game, right? I mean, the one thing you would not expect is another South Alabama 31-point blowout, right? That is not going to happen, right? Presume it's going to be close, maybe more along the lines of a Southern Miss blowout. I can't imagine that South Alabama plays as well as they did the last time and combined with Southern Miss playing as poorly as they did. So looking for a good ball game. That is 11.30 on Saturday. All right, the other big uh, ball game, we mentioned this when we came back on Tuesday, that... Um, Troy and ODU better watch out because Arkansas State and Texas State are going to be a handful. Arkansas State almost takes down Troy. Troy survives. We'll get to this game a little bit later on. Arkansas State had a 12-point lead under 10 minutes to go and lost. Meanwhile, I don't know if I've ever seen this ballgame. This is a record-setting ballgame. ODU loses 65-36 to Texas State. Some of these numbers are going to be crazy. ODU had 12 point, had made 12 shots all game long. They shot 23%, 12 of 52. They could not make a thing. Out-rebounded 43-32. Points in the paint, 34-16 in favor of Texas State. We mentioned Texas State is tough to play when you are playing well, and ODU did not play well at all. They were losing at halftime 32-14. It's not as if Texas State exploded offensively like they did in their opening game 
where they scored 81 points. They scored 65. ODU couldn't do a thing. They scored 14 in the first half, 22 in the second half. It was a bad ball game for ODU. Jeff Jones came in and said, we're just not used to getting our butts kicked like that just happened. That is not usually the way that it goes. Uh, and that is the way that it went here. Uh, Texas State uh, now has won two ball games in the uh, Sunbelt Conference Tournament. They take on Marshall 5 p.m. Central Time on a Saturday. But a big upset. We said, you know, that Troy and, and Old Dominion better be on guard. I certainly didn't think it would be 65-36. I'm not going to sit here and pat my back, you know, pat myself on the back for that one. But I did think Texas State was going to be tough, and Marshall better be ready. Marshall's had a couple of tough ball games against Texas State, or has had at least one tough ball game against Texas State. So they better be ready for that one. It will be Texas State's third game in, well, four days, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Five games. Five days. So a little bit more than you normally play during a, a regular season week in the Sun Belt, where you only play two games in a week. Uh, but Marshall will have not played since Friday. So we will see if that makes a difference. Texas State has their legs under them. They will be rested following uh, an off day on Friday, an off day today. We will see if Marshall is cold and Texas State uh, is hot. Mason Harrell, by the way, 20 points on 7 to 13 shooting for Texas uh, State. All right, we will get to the rest of uh, the second round action from Pensacola and get you updated on what is happening on Saturday as well. But let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. It is the midway point of the NBA season. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything, from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, we continue with LockedOn Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. More action from a Thursday in a Pensacola. Uh, the uh, the Troy Trojans, they got away with one. They were down 34-30 at half. The first, uh, the first half was relatively close. But Arkansas State took a 34-30 halftime lead and built it up to where they were leading 51-39 with 8.55 to go. Less than nine minutes to go in the game. Marquise Davis... It's a three-pointer, and it's a 12-point game with nine minutes left to go. It ended up being a three-point game three minutes later. And let's see when they got it to a one-point game with about four and a half minutes to go. So that lead dissipated fast. All right, Arkansas State's been banged up. Uh, it's been an awful season. Uh, Caleb Fields again. His uh, left wrist was wrapped. They didn't know he was going to play until right before the game. I'm going to dribble with my right hand, so give the kid credit. Uh, but that's a game that Arkansas State should have won. Good job by Troy to stay with it. And, you know, 
overtake Arkansas State for uh, the victory. Would have been a disappointing way for Troy's uh, season uh, to end. I mean, if you look at the stats, I, you're just not going to. How, how did this work out? Arkansas State shot 44% to Troy's 35. Rebounds, Troy had 39 to 30. And the offensive rebounds was a difference in the game, 16 to 5. So that would be uh, the difference in the game uh, with that one. But, you know, they got, they, I wouldn't say they got lucky. They did not get lucky. Troy earned it as Arkansas State gave the game away. At one point in time, it's a two point game, uh, 59 57. And uh, Troy ahead. And it, or in fact, it could have been, I'm sorry, 61 57. Uh, Troy, and that's like a 22 to six run. Over the last over that 8:55, and Arkansas State missed a chance to tie the ball game up at 59. They missed a layup. They just he was worried about getting. I don't think it was Fields. Could have been Ford. Uh, missed a layup. Worried about getting it getting it blocked. He didn't even get fouled. So uh, Arkansas State lets that one slip away. Troy with a 63-59 ball game. Troy will uh, take on the number four seed James Madison. Uh, 2 p.m. on Saturday. That'll be right after the Southern Miss South Alabama ball game. All right. And the last ball game, which was really good, was uh, Georgia Southern. The game, This score does not indicate how close this game was. Beats ULM 66-57. And that is without Georgia Southern's leading scorer, and leading rebounder, Andre Sabrasov, tweaked his ankle Monday during practice. So he was out. He's all sunbelt. Let's see what his averages are. Like 14 points a game and seven rebounds a game. Ouch. That's a big loss. But it did not affect Georgia Southern. They've now won three in a row. Uh, Jalen Fence had a, a big ball game for Georgia Southern. Hit some key threes down the stretch. He had 14. Uh, Moore had 16 points. And Brown had uh, 15. Strickland, 10 off the bench for uh, Georgia Southern. Uh, Blackman, 15 points for ULM, but on 5 of 17 shooting, not very efficient. Tariq LaCure, the former South Alabama Jaguar, he had 11 points, but 4 of 15 from, uh, from the floor, 1 of 8 from 3. Uh, and ULM, we were so excited about ULM. Like, what was the bigger story? Uh, like, at the time that South, like, the Cajuns had lost a couple of games or South Alabama, or I'm sorry, that uh, ULM had won a ball, couple of ball games. But, I mean, they were seven and five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They lost their last eight ball games. In fact, well, that this one would have been the eighth game. They were, I think, they finished seven and eleven, so they were seven and four in the Sun Belt, and they lost to South Alabama, and they lost to App State, then they lost to Southern Miss, uh, the Cajuns. South Alabama was a blowout. They lost to Troy by four. They lost to Arkansas State by three, and they ran out of gas against Georgia Southern in the second half. That game was much closer. Georgia Southern, I think, hit some free throws. But, but I think that game was, I mean, it was a, a you know, two-point game with 
30 seconds to go. Am I right about that? Let's see. Um, no, I'm not. It was a three-point game with a minute and a half to go. Jalen Finch hit a three-pointer that made it a six-point game. So, so it was 56-53 with a minute to go after a couple of Tyreek LeCure free throws. Uh, but Jalen Finch put it away basically with a a uh, a three-pointer. So Georgia Southern will move on. They will play the Raging Cajuns Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. I got to tell you, you know, if the Sun Belt uh, wanted to set things up, right, it, they couldn't have had it any better. In the morning, in fact, let's take a timeout. We'll talk about that when we come back. That's a good place uh, to uh, break uh, things up. So let me tell you a little bit, and I went and got more. Let me tell you a little bit about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays two months ago, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I've got the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and, or peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bill Bars. You can pick up, pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Or if you're close to Sam's, where I am, run in and grab a 13-bar box with their hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. This is great because I'm commuting back and forth to Pensacola. And instead of enjoying a candy bar, I enjoy the... Built Bars, and I, instead of eating stadium food, if you will, I eat the Built Bars. So uh, they are coming in handy. Jeans are a little bit thinner. Uh, did weigh in. What did I weigh in today? Like under 209. I put on a little bit of weight, but I was 207 last week. I was 207 last week, so still 208. Almost down, depending on where we're starting, 8 to 10 pounds. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. Let's talk about the setup for a Saturday. Because again, if if you if you believe in conspiracy theories, and some of you do, uh, it is outstanding the way this is lined up for the summit. You couldn't do any better. All right. I guess you could get Southern Miss, South Alabama, and the Cajuns all on one side, but now you would you should have a crowd Saturday at eleven thirty in the morning. Okay, it is all of 50 minutes from maybe a little bit longer from Mobile, Midtown to Pensacola. Maybe it's like 45 to the exit, an extra 10 minutes uh, to get to the arena. All of 50 minutes. Now, uh, Hattiesburg is all of 90 minutes away from Mobile. So it's a couple of hours. And you're going to have a pretty good crowd there. You would think you'd have a really good crowd uh, for a Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning ball game. But 11:30, maybe people will be going in on Friday night. It's a great way to spend a weekend, that's for sure. You do get James Madison and 
Troy. We'll see if Troy shows up. Troy fans uh, show up. Uh, that's uh, 2 p.m. on Saturday. Then you do get uh, Texas State and Marshall. Let's serve. We'll see if Marshall fans travel. Uh, not the easiest place to get to. But then you do have the Cajuns and Georgia Southern. You know, are Cajuns fans going to come down or are they going to wait until or are they going to wait until uh, Monday? You would think that's a long way to go. It is. It's a good five hours from from Lafayette. So uh, we'll see if they make the trip over there. But you got Southern Miss and South Alabama in the morning and you got uh, the Cajuns and even Georgia Southern. Right. You can make the trip uh, from Statesboro isn't bad uh, either. So. It just works out really well for the Sun Belt. And so far, only one major upset. Uh, one of the four teams from Tuesday's action has advanced. Uh, Texas State has won a couple of ball games. They beat Old Dominion. But other than that, it has been chalk, right? And I don't really count Arkansas State over Coastal Carolina. Big upset. I picked Arkansas State. Um, so South beat App State. Troy beat Arkansas State. We mentioned Texas State beat Old Dominion and Georgia Southern beat ULM. So you had one major upset, Texas State taking down Old Dominion. Uh, and other than that, it was a chalk across uh, the board. Could be very interesting. The uh, quarterfinals uh, on uh, Saturday, we will be down there at least for the first two ball games. May race back to see South Alabama play baseball on Saturday. All right, please have a fantastic weekend. Want to thank you. This was like our best week yet. It, you know, with the lockdown Sunbelt, uh, all of the uh, all of the views and subscribers really appreciate it. Please let people know we will. Obviously, this is going to end basketball. You know, Monday is it the championship. So our last basketball podcast will be Tuesday. And then, you know, baseball is basically in full swing, pun intended. And uh, spring football, some have already started. Coastal Carolina has already started. So we will get into that as well. Please, if you do see it. You know, like it, share it, and subscribe. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.